way to a man's heart. Be through his stomach, but I go through the rib cage. <laughs> Mess with the bull, we get the horns. This world of yours is very strange. I apologize profusely for any inconvenience my murderous rampage may have caused. Knowledge is power, but using it wisely is the key. Start your engines! Welcome to A General Chat, a World of Warcraft podcast about navigating Azeroth as a human and an avatar. We are your hosts, Avernim and Horena. Today's date is February 20th, 2024, and you can follow the show on Twitter at A General Chat. You can email the show at ageneralchat at gmail.com. You can follow me, Avernim, at, on Twitter at Avernim, or sorry, at twitter.com slash Avernim. And you can follow Harena on Twitter at twitter.com slash You can find the show notes and more places to listen at ageneralchat.crd.co. And if you want to join us in-game in Season of Discovery, you can find us at uh, www.murlocs.crd.co and on Twitter at merfamgaming. And before we get started with this episode, we wanted to give a shout out to some of our supportive listeners and those who uh, follow us on Twitter. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bricko. You can follow him on Twitter at Bricko Stud. He is a co-host of The Third Faction Show with Miss Lystra and also appears on the Lions Pride Warcraft podcast, Lions Pride Tavern. And you can follow him on Twitter at Bricko Stud. And you can also follow him on Twitch at twitch.tv Bricko Stud. And we also want to give a shout out to our friend Boomy Nation, who can be found on twitter.com slash Boomy Nation, as well as on youtube.com at Boomy Nation. And you can find him more places on the web at Linktree, and that's link, uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Boomy Nation, all one word. And Boomy covers all things uh, gaming related with uh, World of Warcraft and Star Wars The Old Republic. And we also want to give a shout out to Jazz Hazard and on Twitter, and that's Jazz Hatter, or uh, twitter.com slash Jazz Hazard, as well as the Ascalon Paragon Guild at Aska Para Guild on Twitter as well. <laughs> so if you've got stories like we're sharing today from across the uh, uh, Reddit and WoW forums or from your own uh, personal experiences, we'd love to hear it and uh, discuss it if you want to share your stories with us. But I think it's about time to have us uh, level on up. Give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to... Just give me some freaking magic before I kill somebody. All right, I have the first topic to get us started. It is called nothing because once again, I don't have the title, but I found it on Reddit. And it goes as follows. Back in Rathalich King, it was raid night and my sister was online, but not part of the raid. So she was happily gathering and questing old quests and drinking, i.e. running up and down and at cliff faces and seeing how far a fall she could survive, etc. Fun drunk stuff. The off tank had to go suddenly, so the guild leader asked if she would come on her paladin. She was up front. She didn't know the fights. She was drunk. But if they were cool with it, she would come and help. So they summoned her. The guild leader promptly pulled on his tank, then started yelling at her for not knowing the fight. And after that fight was over, he went off on her for the next few fights for being unprofessional and drunk at raid. She ended up out living him, out tanking him, 
and winning the loot roll he wanted, but because she was only dropping in, she gave it to him. She ended up doing better and being the better person. And then she left the guild because F that guy. <laughs> wow, that didn't end the way I, I thought it was going to end, but... <laughs> right? I know, right? That's sometimes that's the best, like humbling thing like when somebody is so has such a corrosive personality that you gave them all of your information up front and then they wanted to use that as a weapon against you even though you were honest it was like hey I'm drunk I'm just having fun but if you need me I'll come and then you piss all over them disrespectfully not even appreciating the fact that they're helping you in a pinch you dirty dog them. And then, you know what? That's right. Turn around and let them have the weapon because you know what? Everybody sees this person showing their butt in front of the raid team. And then definitely leave because that's that guy. Exactly. You know, and for the person being like, uh, minus all the other stuff, like, you know, they were a good player and a good sport about it all. Um, other than the stupid guild leader or raid leader running things, like, clearly she said it up front. Like, you, you kind of should have known what to expect. Like, they weren't going to be the best, but it turns out they were, which is even more funnier for this. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what they get. Obviously, it's a, a power thing, right? For this guild leader. Like, he felt he had power over them by being able to point out this mess. But all I think they did is, you know, showed that they are just a giant ass themselves <laughs> absolutely i mean because yeah like you're saying like one what did you expect to gain and corrosive personality types like this don't think that far ahead they are really so high on their own fumes and trying to flex on the weirdest things and they don't even think about how their actions are viewed by anyone around them because they're so busy being amazing to themselves only pretty much that yeah they lack self-awareness totally <laughs> And, you know, to be able to take it that far. So she was up front. She's like, hey, this is what I'm rolling with. And these corrosive personality types will go, oh, you just told me all of the things that you're all of your handicaps. I guess I'll just, you know, blame everything on you and just belittle you. Like why? It. I can't wrap my head around some of some humans, to be honest. Me either. And like, listen, as you said, this person is doing a favor for them. Right. Like, why would you treat them like total, you know, like a total sack of turds? Right. And you're trying to, they're, they're, they're there to help you. Like, would your raid have gone on? Or, you know, you would have had to pug somebody? Like, she was being still a stand-up person, even being drunk. Because I know some people, when they get drunk, they, you know, completely lose all of their self. And they don't know anything about what they're doing. You know, mm -hmm. you can understand where they're going because they're not in their right state of mind but they were still stand up enough to be like yeah no whatever i don't need this piece of gear i mean she could have just took it and like made him even matter but she which is i'm surprised she gave it to him and left you know left the guild anyways i would have just took it with me <laughs> absolutely like here you just, you know stick my finger in my eye i'm gonna take it with me when i go you know it's <laughs> yeah and that's the that's the thing is like to one be honest right up front two still offer your services but realizing that you might not be in the best frame of mind to do the job and then being able to um pull it off live better do better and then at the end being better you know what i mean like sometimes people um value like they you, they get their value in different areas and i think the the biggest message that she's sending is listen 
You treated me like utter crap. I did better than you. I beat you. And guess what? I'm just going to serve you up this beautiful little humble, humble little reward that I can't be bothered with because I'm above this. I'm above this pixel world. I'm above however you feel like you need to treat other humans because at the end of the day, She's the one that rides off into the sunset looking amazing, and yeah, this and douche doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to know what the rest of the guild thought of this. Like, did they, like, you know, like, listening to him, like, completely be two-faced here? Because, like, the, the original poster here says, like, she said she stated up front she didn't know the fights and that she was drunk and that they were cool with it. Or, but if they were cool with it. So if they summoned her in, that means that they agreed with that what she said. And then to proceed to go completely backwards right. on that once they got in there is just, like... What? Like, if my good leader did that, but like, no, I'm not standing up for this. I would have left too. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. At the very least, put him in his place and then left. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And my only qualm is this because I've been the person, like, I've been the person that has been treated poorly in situations, like, out of light, like, out of game and in game. And, like, it sucks to not have anybody, like, defend you or, like, stick up for you. So, you, like, some people are just, I would say almost most people, it, they find it, like, they don't want to say, like, hey, dude, chill out. Like, because it, 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 being their, her brother, too, like, if I had to jump to the other side and throw a little shade, I'd be like, why did you allow? So, like, where it said um, the guild leader promptly pulled on his tank and started yelling at her for not knowing the fight so like he details all the poor treatment of his sister but he doesn't say anything about actually but they don't say anything about actually being like sticking up for her or shutting it down you know so i can't assume that they did but they didn't put it in there i just always i think it's awesome when you actually have someone stick up and say whoa dude we wouldn't even be able to pull this off if she didn't come in to help us like where's that at like why why did nobody stop him? Why did it have to go the whole raid all the way to the point where she gets the weapon and then hands it over? Like that, that is another layer of stuff that people don't appreciate that it takes a lot to put up with so much crap on your own with nobody to defend you and then to ride off into the sunset. That was like a whole other layer I feel like is being overlooked in this post. Oh, for sure, yeah. And you know, I used to be the champion for those people. Like when I was in a, a guild that was trying to be heroic raiders in Battle for Azeroth, like I championed for our casual players and for, for things like this because they did fill in in pitches. You know, and like, sorry, they weren't as good as you thought they were or whatever, or that they weren't putting out the numbers you want. But I said, yeah, but they came and, you know, we, we managed to get a little further than we did before because you couldn't find anybody else, you know? It's, yep, absolutely. It's crazy. And, you know, and this is from Wrath of the Lich case. So, like, I, I remember that stuff being kind of tough, but, you know, it, it's not like today's raids. And <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and I am with you. I always try. Like, I can't. It's not in my DNA to sit and watch somebody just be brutalized, be, you know, shit-talked, mistreated, mishandled. Like, I'll read the room a little bit, but at the end of the day, I'm diving in, and I got the underdogs back. Like, that's just how I am. I don't... I can't not not do that. It makes me physically ill not to open my mouth for, the for like, the underdog if it's justified. <laughs> exactly and that's me too like i i will stand up for them every freaking time because they're good people and you know they try to be good people yeah <laughs> and, you, and you being a turd isn't gonna you know <laughs> right or even anything. being <laughs> or even being a wallflower like i i don't know what it feels like to sit by and watch somebody just be chewed apart and not 
feel like, wait a minute, <laughs> slow your roll, check yourself before you wreck yourself kind of a scenario. So, but then I have to like lower my expectations and increase my happiness and be like, okay, Arena, not everybody's wired with the fight yeah, mode, it's a, you it's know? A balance. Yeah, and it's a hard balance to achieve too as a person that likes to stand up for, not necessarily like, but it feels like need to stand up for those underdogs too, you know, it's... <laughs> And it's hard to be make those, uh, as I said, make the balance work. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't know if you should be standing up in these cases either. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This is for sure. So, Diff, do you have any wrap up thoughts? I know we just covered a lot of wrap up thoughts, but like, like any advice if you find yourself in a situation like this on either end? I would say, don't let the guy get the, the what he wanted with the loot. I would have just took it and gone. <laughs> mm -hmm, right. Yeah. Just that would have been poking the eye for him. Yes. That's just because I can do pretty vindictive. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll get into my my attitude in the pet peeve one, which is our next topic. So we're gonna level Let's up. Level up. Yep. <laughs> All right. So my post comes from the R uh, Wow uh, subreddit, and it's from. Uh, OG Flamesy and it's they ask what are your pet or your wow pet peeves and they go on to say my main one is hunters ass pulling when I'm trying to avoid a pack and <laughs> as a tank and everyone can seem to get by except the hunter and his damn pet I feel like this is kind of personal <laughs> <laughs> considering that's exactly what we're playing in season of discovery <laughs> this is so true but oh, it is man. true because we do do it because you forget that you have the pet like it's an extension of you but they yeah. pass the same way you do right and yeah right and i at least i call if i do it i say hey i just backed up into this because when classic this is the thing this is the thing in classic it's not like retail we have that gray area of no we can't shoot so we have to be far enough away to even attack whatever we're attacking and sometimes well, I feel people forget that that they we have that like we right. Can't, you have to be within. You can't be within yeah. ten meters or something in the game thing, and it's like, oh, this is so annoying because I can't attack anything. Yeah. But if you're trying not to, you know, and you're skipping patrols or you're skipping things, you're like, well, somebody's gonna back into it eventually. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. So, like, especially um, right now, leveling in season of discovery phase two, and we chose. Um, there's a group of us that chose to try to group up every night to do a dungeon leveling this round and stuff like my typical questing slog so we've been doing dungeon grinding to try to get from 25 to 40 so it should hit that tonight and but we've been doing scarlet monastery so we started out in the graveyard which was fine but some of those tight little rooms like the little catacomb things like when you go down and it and it turns to the right and then there's stairs and it goes down and the rooms oh, are kind of tiny hard to work with so <laughs> freaking hard for hunters so then you have to have your pet on the targets but then you constantly the minute the one mob dies you gotta switch switch keep on switching to the next one but then also try to find the corner of the room if they're fighting right in the middle of the room good luck you gotta somehow angle yourself up on the stairs like there's so many things oh, yeah and then you run into like the weird clipping like yeah yes. you're down the stairs and it's like well they're going i can't see down those stairs and you're like i can't I can see, see down these stairs there's a line of sight and you're yeah like, oh, your target not in sight and you're like what i'm 
pointing right at it and it's so yeah. difficult like i mean i know people like to give hunters a bad time but like there is things we're working are... with a lot of handicaps when it comes oh, to yeah. stuff like you said even with our pets like when we're doing the first boss of black fathom depths if i don't dismiss wendy and then jump across do the little jump 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 over into the land area to progress into yeah, the raid and, summon. and the worst yes. part is like nobody wants to wait for you either like because it takes a cast time to it tell takes a cast away. time like, yeah to tuck like, your pet like away and to bring it back yeah bring it back. exactly the whistle at least brings it back right away but it's like oh now you gotta wait for me to dismiss it i gotta jump over there put it in the right spot so they can because they're also part of our damage too and it's like <laughs> yes a huge part especially if you're Beastmaster, which is what yeah, i'm rolling with right definitely. now definitely so yeah it's a huge chunk so then it's a pain and we're so we have like people who've never played hunter before you gotta understand like we're juggling like a lot of stuff we're not just playing with us we can't just cast literally on top of stuff we have to be far away and like you said there's the clipping i don't know how many times i went to shoot my trap launcher and it kept telling me i didn't know the skill but if i stepped a couple to the left then I could line the site, whatever I was attacking, it would shoot at. For there's some now weird glitchy bug clipping. Yeah, well, all it is is like the way they've built the rooms and where yes. they set the walls are versus where they actually are. Yes, it's like oh, <laughs> it's a pain so in the butt. <laughs> so, but the thing you can do though is communicate that the best you can to the people you're running with, so that they don't. So if they've never played a hunter or they're not even you're that those issues are not even on their radar. At least you can let them know. Sorry, I backed into this mob i was trying to get a comfortable distance to shoot and they padded right behind me you know like there's some stuff because oh, you yeah. can't there's see what's coming behind you why i keep my hunter pet even on passes because i'm always afraid he's gonna go taking off i don't usually try to keep it on aggressive unless i've been doing or being right seen, which you and i have both had this experience yes. where we've left it on aggressive walking yes. the raid and they go racing towards the first mob <laughs> they can see and, you know they yes. sniff them right out and go by and you're like no come back come back yes we're like, no. it's like i tell people like just let them die because they won't yeah. Aggro onto me, especially now that we've got like fate death, because then we can drop the aggro off the rest of them. Thank you, yeah. At us, but yeah, don't worry about him. <laughs> yeah, I'm always the same. Like, don't worry about healing and my don't pet. Don't worry about healing my pet. Yeah, they're they're gonna die on the anyways. I'll bring her back. <laughs> I'll throw her some biscuits. Life is fine. It'll be okay. Yeah, unless all of a sudden your tank has gone down and they have to be the tanking. Yeah, in the situation, then you can worry about my pet. But right. Otherwise, I'm not gonna get mad at you for not healing my pet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, my job too. I have that option. I have to the option to heal them as well. So this is true so what are some of your pet peeves uh, so some of my pet peeves stem from just generally how people act in games so things like okay i hate it when the dps pulls before the tank does i always go at the pace of the tank so if the tank isn't pulling there's probably a reason they're not pulling so you as your little dps wanting to pump your meters don't need to go in there and start doing that <laughs> yeah let the tank build aggro especially yeah, and that too, they need to build aggro too like yeah wait us like three to four seconds you know to make sure that they've got all and make sure they have all the mobs and are targeting whatever one they want you to target <laughs> this you know, is your, true your numbers don't mean anything if you're all sitting on the floor dead so <laughs> right and i find that that is the most important obviously when you're doing level specific content but like when you're just going into cheese a low level dungeon I think it's everybody's like a free for all. We just immediately pounce on everything because oh, it's because you can handle whatever you can time. handle but if you're it. Doing it something at level exactly and, and higher though, you definitely need to be more. You do. You know, cautious with what you're doing. This also goes with the go 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 attitudes, which I absolutely hate too. Like, okay, yes, I understand we got to go, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be this exact second. Like, you know, people need to mana up. Like, your you know hunters need mana, and this it's not the same as retail. They don't you know use focus. 
<laughs> and they need uh, mana, so they have to drink like your healers do. Your healers need to drink as well. <laughs> and things like that. Like, I always hated that somebody's like, hey, come on, you're not moving fast enough. You're not moving fast enough for me. I'm like, dude, it'll get done faster if you stop complaining about it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and then one of my other pet peeves, this is this is mostly pertains to raiding. I think this is just because of how I, I learned to raid, is you go to your raids prepared. Make sure you have enough food even if it's an overabundance of it your uh drinks to mana up and your consumables now i understand that mages can give you drinks and stuff too but it isn't also part of their job necessarily either like yes they can do it and they should but it also takes away from their mana so now they have to make you know it, it's be kind of prepared because not everybody's gonna you know be able to do it and make sure you have um like consumables i don't care if you don't know the fight or anything but just make sure you're prepared to go if the group has said you need, a, in our case, like Black Feather and Deeps needed shadow pots, you know, take two seconds to make sure you're prepared before you go. <laughs> I mean, if you forget once in a while, it's okay, but if it becomes a habit, that's a problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then obviously, like some people love because that's like their their in-game love language is being able to share and be a service. So that's like different. Like, but if you're just going yeah, in and you don't have nice to help around, right? But don't expect it every time. Yeah, don't later. expect it. Be appreciative, but don't expect it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then one of my other final ones and I, is open mics discord teams wherever you're talking nobody <laughs> nobody bloody wants to hear you belch fart pick your nose or moan and Seriously, i that is like my worst thing. i'm like that's your it. worst puppy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i think mine like i think i have learned to like sometimes you can tell when people do it on purpose or when they're just naturally talking because obviously i drink sparkle water so i'm always sparkling Oh, and sometimes sure. I can't like it does slip through. Yeah, okay. it's when it feels like it's too excessive and it's like or constantly you're like, like, like sitting there with an open mic the whole time. Like, dude, I don't want to go to the bathroom with you when you're yeah. your wireless headset. <laughs> I yeah, there's some things where you know that, it, and I think that's just that people's comfort levels. And like, if you are around the people a lot, the same people, there's that area of comfort. But not everybody is in that area of comfort with you. <laughs> So you're like a captive audience sometimes um, against your will in situations like that. I think it's the heavy breathing that gets me like when or like uh, TVs in the background when people have an open mic because I always do push to talk because I am. But I've always been on the more modest side of things, just how I'm wired like. Oh, me too. And like, you know, I'm sitting in a place where sometimes the TV gets loud. We have birds. I'm sometimes yeah. they may appear through, you know, like nobody wants to sit and hear that all the time. I used to listen to that when I did a phone job where somebody would call. And I'm like, God, go, go to the room that your birds are not in, please. Yeah. That's all I can hear. <laughs> <laughs> when I hear your birds, it's they're so quiet and low key. It's like you're in a little jungle almost. So <laughs> I, yeah, I like loud. it. <laughs> yeah, they're not obnoxious. Like I had a son, Conyer, once at Cami, and my Lord, she would like make your ears bleed. But you're are like pleasant like i'm in a jungle <laughs> and i just hear them here and there it's nothing crazy yeah i definitely i think that i always joke i always said when we do talk about open mics it's just like one time i i was playing and you could hear them button mashing and then being like oh, 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 like this heavy then breathing what the heck doing. yeah i'm like, like what's going on over there what are you doing are you being something that you shouldn't be <laughs> with people like it's like, I don't want to hear it. Like, I will leave Discord when that happens because I'm like, if I just dip for no reason, that's probably right. why because I'm getting tired of it. 
Um, I think too. I think also people are easily triggered. Um, are the people who isn't it misophonia or something like that? When there's certain mouth noises that people make that can really trigger people, like eating loud, like slurping, that. stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is because that's I'm not quite that far with it, but like I just don't appreciate it. Or if you're going to do it, like acknowledge, like if you, you know, say if I accidentally burped right now, I'd be like, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. And same with like a sneeze or something I couldn't control out of me right away. But like when you're just sitting there and you're belching and you don't even say bloody excuse me, I'm like, maybe it's just the way I was raised. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, it is misophonia is a disorder in which certain sounds trigger emotional and physiological responses that some might perceive as unreasonable, given the circumstance. Those who have misophonia might describe it as when a sound drives you crazy. Their reactions can range from anger and annoyance to panic and the need to flee. <laughs> Maybe it is what I suffer from. Geez. That is so funny. Yeah, because I also I don't like ASMR that way. Either. Oh, like, I yes. People, I can't do it. I just can't. Like, there's certain sounds like uh, sound ASMR, but people where they're just whispering and all that. Yeah, it, I can't do it. it. <laughs> I find it corny. Like, I feel like that's why I don't like it. It's corny. When I have the, when I see like the, like it, it blossomed out, like it when TikTok, it jumped over to TikTok, it like bloomed. And then you have these people with like five mile long nails massaging a microphone. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is the corniest crap I've literally ever seen. Like, get out of here with your nonsense. Like, they're like, yeah, you want to kind of get rid of it fast. So you don't oh, recommend it a bit more. Gross me out. Yeah, on. I'm like, don't you throw me in this algorithm pool. I don't want none of this nonsense. Yeah, you might suffer because I, I find sometimes like, and then I think we were even talking about it. Um, some of us in, in our Discord, where some people are just raised in households where that was never, you know, it was just commonplace. So like. When they go out into the world like it was it's not on their radar where others um i remember just eating dinner and if you're like fork drag like when you're scooping up food oh, we will get yelled at yeah it would, yeah yeah it would like scrape on the glass like or the the plate and it'll make like a squeak noise and we would get yelled at for that so like i've been super i'm super vigilant about noises that i make because i don't want to trigger someone so and that's me too and you know like I, I come from an era where like you had to excuse yourself from the table or you made it you know whatever and it's like <laughs> it drives me nuts but you'd think i'd be much more uh, immune to this like i grew up with two brothers and around a bunch of boys like you'd think like the belching and the farting would it might be misophonia because you like to flee you said it yourself you flee like at some point you're just like i gotta get out of here <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I can't do it anymore. You're like, I'm fleeing now. Bye. Yeah, so long, Dippin'. Good luck. Lead a good life. I'm gone. Yeah, it might be that way because that's a, you know, it did it did describe kind of what you were saying. You're right. You're listening. I'm like, hmm, maybe that is me. Yeah, it's hot. I mean, it, it gets a lot of people, especially like when they're sucking their food in instead of just like putting the spoon in their mouth. They're like. Like sucking it in, you know, and slurping it in. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like some of those don't necessarily bother me. Like if I know this we're doing, but you're sitting here in a Discord with a bunch of other people. Like, just don't. Oh yeah. So yeah, and that's your yeah. right. That's your pet peeve. Everybody has them, you know. Oh, for sure. And I'm not gonna force anybody to change their ways necessarily because I can remove myself from the situation, as I said. Yeah. So it's not a big yep. deal, but it's still funny that it bothers me. So yeah, I, I think will it's speak up once in a while. I've done that recently. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's fine. I think that's just a lot of boundaries, getting to know people. And when you play a community-based game and you're around other humans, you're going to have your differences. And oh, of course. sometimes you just have to flee and then, you know, have a little break and come back, you know, or something. You know, it's just people getting to know people, part of the whole thing, right? 
exactly. comes with the territory. <laughs> oh, so did you have any pet peeves? Oh, yeah. We've discussed all mine. <laughs> yeah, I think mine was um, just like the in-game, obviously, my pet peeves. Um, I just say, mind your own damn business. Like, I... <laughs> Something about classic Warcraft uh, that we've been spending the greater, for me, of like the past almost year in, to one variation or the next, um, I've never had so many people, just like we talked about before, with the like whole... Unsolicited advice. Yeah, the unsolicited <laughs> advice, or the unsolicited whispers, because they took it upon themselves to inspect you. I wish that you could turn inspection off. Because some yeah. people find it so comfortable to just go in and be like, you know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to inspect this person and then tell them what I think of them. It's unwarranted. Mind your own damn business, okay? So like I mentioned that uh, so we've talked about your Hamwise scenario, if you guys didn't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, it's a few episodes back yeah. now, but you can it was like Ham if you like. <laughs> yeah, I think it's called Hamwise Saves the Day. I want to say it's episode four. Yeah. Um, yeah, where Ren, somebody inspected her, and I call her Ren because her character in game, we just shorten it to Ren. So somebody inspected her, started judging her gameplay, trying to figure out her gender, how she plays the game, why she's rolling with this, oh, uh, assuming all kinds of things. Oh, you must not be a raider. Oh, you must be a girl. Oh, you must be this. Like, all because yeah, they had to- came out of nowhere. Cause like, yeah. like, dude, like, what are you doing? <laughs> just nosing in on you and just whipping it out and smacking you around. It's just bizarre. Their opinions are ridiculous. Well, then that kind of happened. Like we have been, I've not been questing. I've only went and got one rune right now because a lot of the rune stuff, you need to be higher level if you want to solo stuff. So like, I'm not going to go out and try to take down level 37 elites when I'm level, when I was like level 32 to get some sort of a rune. I'm going to keep dungeon leveling with our group until I'm 40 then I'll go out and quest and gather up whatever runes. I went and got the trap launcher room, which makes me be able to shoot my traps without them sharing a cooldown. And I could also shoot them in combat. So that's super handy for the dungeons we've been doing right now. Definitely. <laughs> so last night we were with um, our two guildies and one is our um, raid leader and also was tanking our dungeon group. And um, the other one was a fellow hunter who chose to go the new melee hunter rune route where they got like the dual spec rune mixed with the uh, melee. Do you remember the name of the melee one? I can't remember. It was like melee specialist or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So that right now in season of discovery phase two, melee hunteries, uh, hunters, are like top DPS right now. So obviously, one, I know they're gonna hit get hit with the nerf bat because they're always hitting hunters with the nerf bat some <laughs> right in the beginning of these freaking phases. You know, they gotta do all this class balancing and stuff. So for one, we get in and we had two of our party members, our guildies dropped, they had to go and log out because it was getting late. So we decided to pug in the other two because everyone else was busy and doing stuff or not level the same level as we were because we were like around 37. Were yeah. Time, yeah. Yeah. 37 approaching like right around right in there. So we were doing armory in Scarlet Monastery. 
We picked up a healer and we picked up another DPS. First off, we could they get M. So the other hunter, our guildy, is doing the melee. I stuck with BM because the melee, he couldn't drop, his, he couldn't shoot his traps anymore. He'd have to do his out of combat. He'd probably have to change his rune around because the rune that probably shares with his yes. trap launcher probably yes. shares with whatever rune he needed to be a melee hunter. Exactly. So he lost that ability. So had I, in, in retrospect, like, had I decided to hop on the meta train and go to the I'm going to be the hot top DPS hunter well then we would be screwed because our frost traps are so helpful when you're gathering up all of these mobs and then you can slow them down and we can all kind of keep them contained the crowd control the whole reason why you have them so being able to shoot them during combat and helping us kite them up and down these hallways has been amazing had I went and leaned into it and said, I want to be top DPS, I'm going melee, we wouldn't be able to do that at all. So for me, it's like, why would I take that away? If we're spending hours in these dungeons, why would I make it harder on the group so I can be top in a DPS of guildies? Like, why does that even matter? No, like, exactly. As long as things are dying, it doesn't matter what your DPS yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> right? So, and it's not like I'm horrible. I'm always like in, you know, three or four out of our group. Like, where it's just five of us. Like, what the shit? Like, what does it matter? So, and we're all doing it to level together and have fun. So we bring in this freaking pug and it's this jack wagon druid. First thing out of their mouth. Now, granted, it was one in the morning. I can't remember verbatim what they said, but it was pretty much like this. They immediately put in party chat. What, Fiona? They don't have runes on your layer. They don't have melee runes on your layer or something like that. Insinuating, they inspected me and then saw that I wasn't a melee hunter. But our other one was. Like, our, our other guildie who was in Discord with us was... And I'm thinking, so it's like they're throwing shade at me because I'm not doing playing the type of hunter that they think I should play, right? Oh, uh, you know, and I hate that. So I'm much. like, what the <laughs> hell? I said, no, they do. I just shoved them up my ass and lost them. That's how I replied. Uh, <laughs> I, re I replied back to them, and then so it's like, what could they say back to me? So what they say? Oh, haha, ha, I hate when that happens. I was like, me too, same, big same, me too. You know, and then they showed them down. It off. Yeah. yeah, so then I got them back because, you know, when you said you can be a little vindictive, it's one in the morning. You're new here. You're the new guy, right? Read the freaking room. We're we're guildies. There's three of us. Yeah, there's, there's one of we you. Outnumber, yeah, exactly. We outnumber the pugs in here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, why are you even like, what? We can just kick you and replace you, right? So then what happened? What happened was we were all so freaking tired. We were going on like our 11th hour of Warcrafting together. Like it was a long day yesterday. Yeah, it was a very long day for you guys. Very productive. <laughs> very long. Had a blast. We always do. Our little group of people, like we always have a blast. It's amazing. And um, but at one in the morning, if you're going to roll into the group and start talking trash to a predominantly guild run and you're just going to point the gun at one of the members and be like what so then what i did is i'm like you know what i'm gonna put you back in your place because you still dump you're rude and i'm just you know what i'm just gonna match your energy so i decided to gaslight them at the end of the freaking raid or the dungeon so this is what happened so we we um our tank guildy, our raid leader guildy, we'll say G because I don't like saying people's names on the thing. So G passed party lead 
to Knight, the other hunter. And Knight didn't reset the dungeon. He he just handed it back to G. G may have assumed that he reset the dungeon. So either way, the dungeon didn't get reset, right? So the boss was not there. So we're killing this. We all went out, but like some somebody something happened where it didn't get reset. So we brought in these two pugs. I didn't pay attention. I was like, I'm not the leader, so I'm just doing my hunter thing, right? Yeah, just doing your own thing there. Yeah. Kill himself. <laughs> yeah. So we so we made our way all the way to the boss and all of a sudden G's like oh my god we did it again because it happened earlier like we it, when you're swapping in people and swapping out and people are going to the bathroom and you've yeah, been playing for resetting it yeah yeah it, it happens right <laughs> yeah and when you run out you get jacked up by horde you're fighting your pvp in that corridor and then you come back like it's just a lot of moving parts you know we're leaving, we're flying to Ironforge to repair. Like when you're doing this for like 10 to 12 hours, like you're gonna lose a little bit of your bearings. So at the end, the um, the healer, I believe it was, they thought it was hilarious. Like they were chill. It was this druid that was just being a jack wagon. So at the end, at the very end, I said, you know what guys, I'm gonna throw this freaking druid under the bus and give them a piece of their own medicine. I'm gonna see how they like it when I just be a jerk <laughs> back to them. I said, wow, I can't remember what their name was. It started with an N. I said, wow, so-and-so, way to go. Invite us to this dungeon group and don't even reset the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> they said, what? No, that is not true. I did not. <laughs> then the healers rolling. We're rolling. I was like, wow, how rude. You should probably get your crap together. Cause you know, like I just started what, giving them reset dungeons <laughs> on your layer. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's what I think I said something similar, honestly. So yeah, you know what? I think I had to do it because it was just perfect. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just be a little bit of an a-hole back now. I'm just gonna give you some of your own a-hole medicine. And they did. They were just like, whoa, like it came out of left field for them. I was like, how do you like it? How do you like it? You know, have, have fun with that. And then we all dropped. It was so freaking funny. Oh, and then I was like, hey, quick, make them party leader. <laughs> so we made party leader. We just gave them back their own medicine. And the healer thought it was hilarious. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't care. Thanks for the LOLs. Good run. You know, we had fun. Like they matched and they probably saw this druid acting a fool. And then how we turned it around on them. It was so funny. So that's hilarious yeah so my pet peeve is people who don't mind their own damn business you know what i mean like people have Everywhere. reasons yeah yeah in and out of game mind your own damn business if, if nobody's asking for your input shut your mouth and mind your own damn business that's how i feel about it uh, we had that last last night too because we when i brought pocket home from work we come and we played for a bit and somebody just randomly messages him and i mean i got one too the other day somebody wanted me to i was in darnassus and they're like make me a, a we're some gulch group like they didn't even ask nicely about it I'm like why i'm here in darnassus doing nothing i'm just trying to fish here like leave me alone right i'm not making a group to make you get like some stupid port over from some mechanic you've learned right forum somewhere that says because you couldn't be bothered to run the five minutes that it takes to get from one side of the world to the other mm -hmm. <laughs> but they will spend that same five minutes pestering everybody to try and get them where they want to go or they could have just paid a mage <laughs> or yes whatever, or a, a warlock, a warlock. <laughs> yeah and then with the pocket last night he was being asked because he was on his druid and they were asking him about removing some movement 
movement effect on somebody, I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't, I mean, I don't play a druid right now, so I don't remember what they do. Right. I'm trying to sit there and scratching the skills, like, what skill was he looking for you to use on him? And he wasn't even near us, so like, I don't know where he was, but he whispered him out in the middle of nowhere. Isn't that weird? Highlands. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've learning in classic, like, no random whispers are good whispers. It's always somebody wanting something from you or trying to tell you how to play your character is just so ridiculous so i'm just oh, having fun <laughs> being a jack wagon back to them now i'm like you know what if you're gonna annoy me i'm gonna get something out of it and if it's making myself laugh that's good enough for me exactly you knock on my door i'll answer i ain't going out to find the jack wagons if you come to me let's go <laughs> let's oh, have fun did you have any more pet peeves so to no share? i feel like i feel like that's the biggest one <laughs> Awesome. Just mind your own damn business. Hear, like, if other people have some pet peeves they have in gaming, like whatever game it is you play, is or something that you know people do, especially when you're dealing with other people, like in an MMO or multiplayer game of some kind, is there something they're doing that bothers you that you know you think should be proper etiquette? Oh, that's the other thing. I had people that stealing my fishing nodes the other day. That was making me oh. angry. I was out there. I was fishing a node. I'm like, just move on to the next node, buddy. And yeah. Guy comes in and starts fishing the same node as me, and I'm yeah. like, oh, this is so annoying. Some freaking etiquette, please. <laughs> you know, gosh, it's the it's the me 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 people. You know, definitely. <laughs> Those are the same people who, like, if you're at a food buffet, would like take the spoon from the other area and like start digging in right where you're digging in. You're like, whoa. Like, Wait dude, a minute. Stop contaminating <laughs> yes. with your sweet sour sauce. <laughs> exactly. You're like, this is my freaking buffet node, dude. Back off. Wait a second. Go find your own buffet node. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. For sure. Oh. All right. We're going to move on and level up. All right. Mine is once again titled Listen. Here we go. I was G-kicked for writing a private message to the guild leader's girlfriend, in parentheses, and leader of the raid. Something about one of the mechanics on the Omnitron defense system. Apparently, the guild leader disliked that I talked to her, quote, like that. I wasn't being impolite or anything. I just told her in a private DM that I saw her failing X mechanic and that it should be handled X way. After, I was kicked. Another of the raiders PM'd me asking what happened. I gave him the screenshots of what had just happened, and he said it in guild chat, and 80% of the raid team just left the guild. They wanted to start a new one, but since no one was willing to guild lead, we joined another existing guild on the server and formed their raid group too, and then passed raid group one in less than two weeks. I had forum access still, and the drama from kicking me ended up entirely killing the guild. The guild leader and the officers all realm changed, and the guild was disbanded. And all I wanted was to be helpful and have fun raiding, sad face. <laughs> I would be making that a, not a sad face, because I think, honestly, this is like one of those situations where you have now found out the true course of things. <laughs> and... You've just saved yourself a whole bunch of problems later on. <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this borderlines on kind of like, how was it like, cause we're going by the poster's opinion. They don't feel like they are out of line. And this person like, that seems awfully drastic. Like if they're just like saying, Hey, I noticed this or not, like maybe you should have said it like, 
hey, I've been researching this particular thing. And if you would like me to give you any advice or tell or share with you what I've learned, let me know. Not like I could, but then also why are you G kicking someone for just attempting? Cause not everybody is tactful in that way. So why are you clutching your pearls? You're in a guild too. Like I think in a guild where you private message, that's different than just these random people we've been talking about in the wild. In your guild, like pulling somebody aside like that in a hopefully polite way, just like, hey, right. but I think he should have too. They could have led with, hey, can I talk to you about this X thing here? And yeah. just present it a little different. Because, like, I don't know, I feel like there's extra description in here. Like, it, there could be more to the story too. Like, is this the first time he's whispered this person? Like, we're only hearing this particular story. So, like, the G kick was seen pretty drastic. Right. Went from <laughs> one to 10, like, really quick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, but definitely, if we're just going on the face of this post, which is obviously there's three sides to every That's story. All we have this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, if you do get a PM by somebody like that in your guild, I don't think that you should immediately get um, offended and clutch your pearls and then um, have them be G kicked. And then, like, once again, it's that weird, tricky situation where the guild leader. And the raid and one of the raid leaders are like dating, you know, and then there's like this weird, like they they're ma- like blurring the lines and they're not able to like separate real life from game life, right? Yeah, so then it on his girl or something or guy. Yeah, like sure they don't say yeah, there's Yeah, like did she go, Oh my gosh, like hey, this person just totally said this to me, and then like and then did he white knight it and be like, How dare they? Or like, did she say, yeah, so-and-so said I should be doing this instead of this. And then like, you don't know like what role it took, you know? No, exactly. And, and maybe he felt like he was stepping in on his territory as raid leader, right? Like, it's like, he's a raid leader. I'm supposed to tell these people these things on this mechanic. And right. Well, she was the raid leader, right? It says, <laughs> um, let's the see. PM. Guild leader's girlfriend and leader of the raid. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, she's so raid she's the that. raid leader and then it's the guild leader is the guild leader and then the girlfriend mm. is the raid leader. So then when they whispered, they they don't feel like they're being in play. And you know what? Sometimes people, and I, I'm one of these people, I might, I tend to like err on the, um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I shoot arrows of truth that I find nothing wrong with. <laughs> because it's true like it's it's true it's not like it's an opinion it's a fact like if i state a fact and then some people will get bent out of shape over it i'm like why are you bent out of shape over a fact like i don't get to decide if it's a fact it literally is a fact so like just deal with it but like if it's an opinion you know so that made me wonder like because sometimes people get easily offended and they don't like facts. And that's been something that, like I've struggled with my whole life is like something that I find so easy, like it's clear as day. And yeah, it's very black yeah. and white. Like it's this, right. not this. <laughs> yeah, it's very black and white. There's no gray. There's no opinion. It's just this is this, you know, like the, like if you look up a word in the dictionary and you're like, I don't make up the definition. It's there. It's there in print. I'm just regurgitating something that's already existent in the world and true. And if you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you because it's a fact, you know? Yeah, So. Exactly. <laughs>
I don't always do so well. Sometimes I, I mean well, but it, I'm a little too blunt maybe sometimes. And I don't know. Well, that could be the case here. Maybe it came off too blunder. Like, we don't know what he actually said. Because he said he shared the screenshot, though. But obviously it must have been something that was okay because the rest of the guild didn't agree with it. Right. And he got kicked over it. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's the other part. <laughs> yeah, that's that other part where everyone else, like, they shared it with them. And they kind of felt bad. Like, wow. All of this crap happened because I literally just wanted to share some knowledge with the guild with the raid leader. You know what I mean? So, and I think when you're in a leadership position, whether you're a team leader or a guild leader or anything, you should be able to handle these types of things without easily being triggered, clutching your pearls, and then saying off with your head. You to listen to your members, whether it's the team raid team members, your guild members, yeah. like because sometimes they have a, a a view that you don't have and can shed light in a situation where you might not have had light in the first place. Like you're like, oh, I never thought of that. You know, like you you're like, oh, that's a good idea. Like you can, you're allowed to take their opinion, and whether you actually use it is a different story. But <laughs> right. Yeah, you can listen. You don't have to comply. That's a very good point, you know, that you're making. Like you can intake information and say thank you for sharing. And then you can set it on the ground and walk away. Like you did your part. Just because somebody shares something with you doesn't mean you have to co-sign it immediately with no free will attached to it you can just intake their suggestions and set them down yeah, and walk away will listen to their their team and their underlings i think in any situation whether it's your work or your, your yeah job, like they take in the value and opinions of their team and then they can sort through that information and be like okay well yeah they made a good point here or they didn't make a good point you know like this that's when you can start doing your pearl clutching after not like right away right kind of thing. let it sit with you for a few <laughs> and i think sometimes people get too egotistical and even sometimes positionally complacent they're like i'm the raid leader i know everything don't you come to me and tell me what to do because i know everything the same thing happens like like um like we were running we were dueling and stuff the other night and like i learned back in when I started playing Warcraft for like one of my guild leader or my guild members that were like 16 almost 17 in our guild and they were super good at PvP and they sat and we all were started dueling and they would critique us because they had all the time in the world to like quote get good and I had learned how on my hunter to kite better because they took the time to critique and be like, hey, try this. Okay, try this. Okay, now counter me on this. So it made it easier to teach me back then. Right. You don't ever want to discount somebody who's bringing knowledge to you because you are in a role or you're a certain age or you feel like your intel, your intellect is somehow better than theirs. Like, in my opinion, everybody has something to share and why keep it to themselves just do oh, it nicely sure. and, i mean that's the same reason i let you know duel in the guild i know i'm terrible at doing but you know what it's gonna help me in the down the road yeah you want to i could even talk to them like hey mr rogue there like how do i counter this with you like what's something yeah that i could be doing different to make it work and i'm sure they would gladly take me under my wing or if they wanted to share it with me because i'm saying oh man i keep getting ganked by these rogues like what can i do you know like <laughs> yes Especially with Season of Discovery, where um, it's uh, allowing a lot more space to try different classes. And then, to, you know, you, the more classes you play in Warcraft, the more um, knowledge you have in your own class on how to counter. Because if you've played those other classes, you know what their spells and their capabilities are. 
So it actually behooves you to level more characters to be better in PvP, in my opinion, because then at least you know what... You kind of have an idea of what's going on with that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know what they have in their skill basket to pull from. When you only play one car one class all the time, you're kind of limiting your knowledge base, in my opinion, which I've had that happen because I just play hunters all the damn time. So I don't even know <laughs> what a lot of the... There's only yeah. a few classes I'm really good at. That's yeah. <laughs> but it definitely is a, a piece of the puzzle if you want to get better, specifically just for like PvP. But also, not even necessarily PvP, even as like a raid leader too, it, it helps to know... Or any type, like if you're a PvP leader of some, like uh, maybe a pre-made or um, arena, stuff like that. To one, know what your partner is or what your um, team comp is. And then the more you know about what they can bring to the table as a class, the better off you are building the perfect balance if you yeah, want to go that route. everybody knows everything either, too. So, like, it also behooves you as a leader to listen to these people if they play. Like, yes. if you're a full-time hunter and that's all you ever play and that's all you ever make, like, they're going to know that class inside and out. So if they're going to share something with you, like, oh, we could be doing this and because they're trying right. to do one thing, you're like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense for me from this position. Like, here, then you can tell and share why and then maybe make them understand, like, oh, this is why we're doing it this way or or whatever right <laughs> yeah absolutely like even we learned like when we um started leveling in season of two of discovering we were in stockades it was my first time in stockades and those tight little narrow halls with all the prisoners running around and it was trying to you know trying to grab aggro um we i thought wait i'll just drop a frost trap so but i had to wait so then they're like whoa that was amazing this really helped so then we were learning to which talents we had available because in season of discovery is very limited any light ways of like what you can do so just like troubleshooting amongst your little party and figure out like what each one of you have in your bag of skills could help fix a certain problem it's super cool to be able to communicate those things without people getting mad and upset and well, exactly. throwing a tantrum and, and looking at this like if we're taking this on ops uh like nothing shady ever happened like just for their word like this person kind of just went way overboard for something that was quite small in my opinion like that could have been anybody that popped that up with that like hey why don't we try this way like if that's how your raid is run though like i don't think i'd want to be raiding that kind of group anyways <laughs> this is true yeah so <laughs> What else I think is really interesting, though, that they somehow still had forum access, so they managed to remove them from their guild. This is probably at the time when everybody had made their own little guild forums and pages, right? And things, right? Because this kind of sounds like because they're talking about the Omnitron defense system. I can't remember what raid that is, but I feel like that's an old raid. Yes, <laughs> and it's like okay, so they go there and they still have access to it. They can see all the drama and it killed the guild. Yes, and they decided to leave realm. So like obviously they went scorched earth with everything. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I think that another thing happens is it's a balancing act when you're a leader of something. You have to think how to handle things as diplomatically as possible without making it all about you and your feelings. When people operate on their emotions and make these brash, like self-centered decisions, you are affecting the greater guild and the environment and the vibe, you know? And you gotta be very aware of that or else you will burn your stuff down overnight because guess what? The members will go, wow, well, that's gross. I don't wanna be a part of this. I don't wanna be in a place where the leader gets so bent out of shape I can't even say a word without them getting offended that's draining to be in an environment like that you know 
yeah, like I'm green just listening. It's like, oh, I know. It's not my environment at and all. So I think I the, do feel sorry for them. Yeah, <laughs> and I think the point, <laughs> the point you led with in the very beginning was like they dodged a bullet, you know. <laughs> They really did, because, yeah, I don't know how long they were in the guild for, because they don't say, or they may have been forever, but, like, could you imagine, like, this was constantly how it always went? Like, you wouldn't have a guild in the first place, because <laughs> you'd be kicking them all for having differing opinions from your own. Right. <laughs> this is true. And, yeah, and, and then they say that uh, all they wanted was to be helpful and have fun raiding. Well, the nice thing about that is there's plenty of guilds that would probably have you afterwards. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. And kick your opinion <laughs> and to be honest i think my one thing i would say to add to it is these bad experiences that you have in game definitely make you appreciate when you have something good like anything in life like i think a lot of the times we don't like going into like the valleys of life or like this sucks you know you sometimes you can just feel lonely or you're depressed or whatever but those valleys make you appreciate the peaks in life way more because you're like, wow, you know what suck really is. And then when it doesn't suck, you're like, this is amazing. You have something to compare it to. So now they have this crappy experience under their belt. When they do find a great place, they appreciate it more, in my opinion. Definitely. All right. So I think it's time to level up. Here we go. Okay, so mine comes from the official WoW forums, and this is from uh, the general discussion forum, and it's called Use of Add-ons is Cheating, and it Needs to be Addressed, and this came from Skepticism, a level 80 priest. <laughs> One aspect of the game that has been uh, been the subject of much controversy is the use of third-party add-ons. Let's be real, using add-ons in WoW is cheating. It's a way for players to gain an unfair advantage over others, and it ruins the game for everyone else. Why should someone who uses an add-on to automate their rotation or track enemy abilities have an advantage over someone who doesn't? It's unfair and goes against the spirit of fair play that WoW was built upon. Furthermore, many of these add-ons are not even sanctioned by Blizzard and could potentially be a harmful or be harmful to your computer. By using them, you're not only cheating, but you're also putting your computer at risk. Is it really worth the worth it to potentially compromise the security of your system ju just to gain an unfair advantage in game? Using add-ons in WoW is a way, or sorry, is just a way for players to. Uh, compensate for their lack of skill. It takes away from the challenge of the game and ruins the experience for everyone else. If you can't play the game without relying on these crutches, then maybe you shouldn't be playing at all. It's agreed <laughs> to play the game the way it was meant to be played without any unfair advantages or shortcuts. That way we can all enjoy the game to its fullest and create a fair and fun gaming experience for everyone. I just heard, get off my lawn! Like the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, was just too. get off my lawn energy. <laughs> It and really how fitting is, that their name is skepticism, a level 80 priest. <laughs> yeah. This does feel like priest energy too, right? Like, right. Oh my goodness. But um, the funny thing here, like for me, I'm like, okay, um, Blizzard, they're saying that Blizzard doesn't sanction these add-ons. Dude, the add-ons are built into the game. There's a menu for it. And if they didn't right? sanction it, it wouldn't exist in the first place. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to go to the forums and complain, at least have some like where like what just have some knowledge before you go yeah. and make yourself look stupid and declaring things that are clearly not true now i can understand if they maybe mixing that up a little bit with maybe some of the botting because there is like some like okay you don't want an add-on like i think somebody further in i'll have to find maybe their message but they're like short of somebody reaching out of your computer and pushing the buttons for you <laughs> like you know <laughs> 
it was just it, funny to read. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah. are you, do you, do you hear the words that are you were typing on this forum? You know, it's like, here's the thing that got me was down here. So let's all agree to play the game the way it was meant to be played without any unfair advantages or shortcuts. That way we can all enjoy the game to its fullest and create a fair, fun gaming experience for everyone. Hello, my add-ons don't affect you. My add-ons don't. If I have, no. if I'm not posting the freaking DPS meters every five seconds in guild chat or whispering them to or whatever, like, what do you care? If I have bag non and it's keeping my bags organized, if I have the auction house, I'll thing the add on to let me just mass upload stuff. Like, what is? It's not affecting you at all. So shut your face. <laughs> yeah. And the ones that are using these add-ons, like, okay, so when I play retail, I am very minimalist with my add-ons. I don't even think I'm using any right now. Um, and if I do, they're not, they're usually quality of life stuff. And that's it. But compared to what I use currently in Season of Discovery and Classic, I have, it's a big folder full of add-ons just to make my life a little bit easier because it's like, oh, I can't be bothered to figure out where this is. <laughs> But none of it is affecting my actual gameplay. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's like if you're gonna like, why are you here? Like, what are you? It's like somebody complaining that I had a chicken sandwich from Culver's, and they're acting like like it filled up their stomach. Like, stop eating that chicken sandwich. You're making me full. Like, it literally does not cross streams. Like. No, the the Blizzard sanctioned add, and then like in retail, half the time they they baked in a lot of the stuff from those yeah, add-ons. Some of those add-ons, exactly. They've improved upon it because they're like, okay, well, we see these add-ons are working. Let's give it our version because it clearly we needed something like that that we didn't know we needed. And after years of basically testing how that works, essentially with these add-ons, they go and bake in their own, and, and they're not always the greatest, but it's enough to get you around because now in in retail, you don't have to have. Yeah, what is it? Deadly boss mods, which tells you what the right. boss is going to do when it's coming up because Blizzard has now baked that into their system to let you know when right. something is happening because the bot, it'll announce it across your screen without any of it. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to discourage those that don't want to play. Like, I know people that don't play with that on yeah. Classic or any of it. And yeah. You're more than welcome to it. If you're having fun, that's all that matters to exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> now, but, if you know, you're, if you're going to like, dunk on everybody who is using add ons, though, that's a different story. <laughs> if anything, it's the people who don't have the add ons that might annoy the people who have them like hey do you know where i can find this do you know where i can find that get a freaking add-on or go to google i'm not your freaking google like if anything it's reversed like if i have questy it tells me where i need to go i chose to free will i chose to download it nobody made me but if you're going to constantly ask in guild chat where can i get this where can i find that where can i get this and you don't want to do the research you're the annoying one not the fact that other people have things that don't Oh, you know, sure. there's it's also, what? It's like why we have places like Wowhead or when yes. we first played originally Thoughtbot. Yeah, I don't know if you remember Thoughtbot back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, remember yeah, that. Yeah, you could go there. And like, I always think of that. Like, um, it was a little machinima and uh, of this guy who was pretending to be a gnome back in classic and he used to complain. It's like, you're going to Thoughtbot. Thoughtbot is cheesy. And you're, you're here on Thoughtbot anyway. So you're already cheating. Like, you know, it was just funny to see that like, you made fun of these kind of people. And it's this sort of figure. Like, this is. 
like they're pretty much on their soapbox here and it's like okay time to get down and like chill a little bit it's just a game and if they didn't want it in the game they wouldn't have had the option exactly (laughs) and this is the funny part they said by you using them you're not only cheating but you're also putting your computer at risk like you're not cheating like so i feel like honestly this is an uneducated post like maybe they're complaining about something else and they're calling it an add-on when in reality whatever they're complaining about is not a legitimate add-on it's like something else like i feel like that's like i feel like they're well, coming i think it maybe comes towards bot territory yeah it's I gotta like be something discussion in our own guild like quite a yeah bit. Like, when do, when is it not playing the game anymore? yeah some people's <laughs> auto dreams of automation is not everybody's dreams of automation so then that's where you can cross streams and pee in other people's punch bowls but like basic add-ons that just increase the quality of life are not cheating and they are um uh, supported by blizzard because like you said there's a whole spot for them and the curses and oh like if you do curse or the wow ui wow you wow up io or whatever like there's multiple different add-on managers and stuff but yeah i think they might be talking about something else and they think they're add-ons like this person just says get off my lawn energy doesn't have a lot of the knowledge to back up their claims and they just wanted to complain on the forums <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's my opinion. I thought it was an interesting topic to bring up because, like, yeah, it is. Consider cheating in the game, like, is I, I mean, I definitely don't think add-ons are cheating. I certainly think they help you maybe visualize things better. Like, they're great for people if you don't, um, maybe you have a hard time seeing things. Like, you have what is it? There used to be an add-on. I don't remember what it was called. Maybe it was bartender or auras or something. Or maybe it might even be weak auras where it'll highlight your screen in a different way. And it's just visually there so that you know that, oh, right, this is happening because you can't see the debuff in your corner because it's so bloody tiny. (laughs) You know, it it just makes things a little more presentable and palpable for you. (laughs) Absolutely. I agree. You know, it's just taking the information you already have there so that you can see it better and maybe, maybe perform better because you still have to push the buttons. (laughs) You know, like it's not going to help you. Every add-on in the world isn't going to help you be a better player if you're not pushing the buttons anyways. So (laughs) awesome. Awesome. This is true. Are we ready to level up? I think we are. I think we are. Here we go. Okay. This is called Guild Drama. Maybe? All right. This is off from somewhere. Apparently, I didn't leave the link. Oh, I saw it. Oh, wait. Oh, I did. I just didn't hyperlink it. My bad. All right. Now it's hyperlinked. So it'll be in our show notes. Okay, so it says, I've been in this guild for about a year and really enjoyed it. The Discord and the guild was active, then something happened a couple months ago, and it hasn't been the same since. There was a disagreement with the GM and an officer, and the next day this officer started his own Discord and grabbed up the top five to six players. Since then... The only time these people join the guild discord is during raid. As soon as the raid is over, they leave. They only play with each other and slowly this group is growing. Over these two months, these players have all set their discord statuses to idle and remove the ability to see, oh my goodness, the freaking... (laughs) The freaking Murloc. Oh, our Murloc. We said him earlier, yeah. I think. <laughs> I said, yeah, but Todd. So I will snooze this. Uh, oh, wait, it says for five minutes. No, I need it longer. Anyways, I guess we'll have a visitor in five minutes. <laughs> I, I hit snooze and <laughs> prematurely. I'm so used to hitting snooze on my uh, alarms, and that's what I did. All right, so where was I before I was rudely interrupted? 
Um, oh, over the last two months, these players have all set their Discord statuses to idle and removed the ability to see what they're playing. We used to have an optional raid on the weekend and they would always join. Now they never show up. It's sometimes humorous because they all log on and off at the same times. By the way, these are all adults, men and women. The GM has decided to take a let's wait and see approach. Give them until next expansion. I suggested recruiting and replacing them, but he doesn't even want to recruit until fall. Is this the right approach? What well, do you think? There's a lot to unpack here to start Right? With. So I'm going to answer the question on the bottom, though. Because at the moment, uh, if they're, this is retail, I'm thinking. Because if they're talking about fall and the next expansion, that's about when they figure the new expansion for retail is going to drop. And you know what? Not a lot of players are going to be playing as they finish up the, the last raid. Like, uh, I think a lot of guilds are clearing it and whatever. So they're going to start logging and just doing whatever. They're going to raid log to start with. <laughs> right. Like, outside of what the other craziness is up there. And I can totally understand the GM not wanting to recruit until it gets closer to the fall. That makes a lot more sense to me. Like you want to recruit right. more closer to the new expansion because there's going to be more people hopping back into the game at that point. You're going to have a bigger pool to pick from. <laughs> Absolutely. But, <laughs> now we look back though at this other craziness that's coming. Like I think that kind of might affect the answer too because like there's this weird group of people that are slowly <laughs> growing that is just like going to, I feel like they're getting ready to hop guilds and make their own right. guilds. <laughs> yeah it's like read the room right and i think yeah i i hear you on what you're saying it's like two things are happening at the same time you could totally understand why the guild leader feels the way they do but then you could totally understand the other the member being like uh guys guys um we might want to yes <laughs> it's true and then also it's like some people can just see the signs ahead of time and some people are just like meh I ain't gonna worry about it it'll happen when it happens you know like they're like whatever you know they're unfazed and the GM I think I think I would probably lean in that direction like you said like maybe it's not an emergency to them maybe this isn't their first rodeo maybe they understand stuff like you do like hey it's towards the end of an expansion people are going to be raid logging people are going to do this and not everybody in a guild gets along or even knows each other because of the different time zones you play in different content that you might like to play together where others don't like there's a lot of factors and why people group up and on the outside people can go oh this seems clicky this seems clicky well no it's like people who play at the same time every day and enjoy the same type of content it's just natural that they're going to gravitate towards each other of course yeah they're going to form a, what looks like a click from the outside and yeah and maybe it is and who knows maybe they have learned who each other is outside and maybe they go off and play you know call of duty or some other game by themselves i do think it's interesting that this person is so paranoid that they have watched them change their discord statuses and they're right they're looking for things that are not there but i mean i'm one of those people when I'm on Discord. Sometimes I share what I'm playing. Sometimes I don't because I don't want to be bothered by a million people asking me what I'm doing or why right. I'm playing this game without them. Or I do the same when it comes to Battle.net because I don't want to talk to everybody. Sometimes I just want to come into the game and just play for myself for a little bit and enjoy my peace and quiet. <laughs> Maybe this yeah. is a group of people that want some peace and quiet. Maybe it's this person who's bothering them. Who knows? <laughs> right. Yes. You never know. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's another aspect of it that we're not 
they're not even realizing that when you're able to like re read between the lines, like you can read this post and be like, why is it bothering this person so much if these people are playing together and that they're blocking the games? Do you feel left out? Do you wish you could play with them? Are you being passive aggressive? Why don't you just reach out and say, hey, I notice you're not on as much as you used to, but I'd love to still hang out with you guys or whatever and ask them. Don't just sit back and, and expect your guild leader to be like your little attack dog. Oh, here's the murloc. Oh, crap. I dismissed it again. I got to stop doing that. <laughs> you know, like, don't expect other people to, like, do your work, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, and who knows, like, if he's like this paranoid about what they're doing and what games they're playing and when they're on and playing the game, looking through the various avenues that he can see them through. Yeah. Like, feels a little stalkery a little bit a little yeah, micromanaging I those vibes i'd be like nope i'm going to make it so that you don't see anything i do because i don't want to be bothered like maybe they are still playing well maybe they're all playing on alts because they don't want to play with you right like, i'm taking that side of it there you know and as i said the guild leader doesn't seem to be too fussed because maybe they know something that they can't share with that that guy like it's not something he wants to get into the middle of you know he's <laughs> Maybe yeah, position for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and maybe you know, yeah, maybe the guild leader does know why they're over there. Maybe they keep in contact with the guild leader, and this person doesn't know that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, so many you don't things. Have to be privy to everything that the guild leader is doing. Exactly. Or running either, like you're, you're, unless you're maybe a part of the officer corps, perhaps, and even some things you don't necessarily have to share either. <laughs> right. Yep. It's true. And if you want to play with someone, or you notice someone's missing, just reach out don't expect other people to reach out for you and don't you know just say just be honest just be honest to be like hey yeah i know you okay haven't been around non answer too if they don't answer back yep it's, you know then that's, that's what it is like, that's the answer exactly <laughs> yep. if somebody ghosts you let them ghost you you know because you don't want them around anyways and if you if these people didn't include you maybe you weren't that tight with them or maybe they didn't think you would like to play what you're playing and it doesn't hurt to just reach out and ask if people don't get back with you they don't get back with you and then just let it go and move on you know so <laughs> yeah and it's like they yeah, it does feel like there's an element of they're annoyed that they're not included and they're also annoyed that the gm is not micromanaging them to the level that they are macromanaging them <laughs> right like i don't even think i pay attention to have the people like in the discord in regards to like what games they're playing or, or if they're even showing as online because i'm like they show up when they need to be there and if i want to reach out and talk to them i will or whatever right. you know it happens <laughs> Yeah, and it's also different if they're just normal guildies and they're not in a leadership position. It's one thing if you're like in a leadership position and then you go missing in action. You don't tell anyone you're leaving. You don't log in. You don't answer any sort of communications from the guild, your, uh, your fellow guild leadership, and you just ghost everyone. And then you just pop in and expect to pick up where you left off. That's ridiculous and rude and very disrespectful. But if you're just an, uh, you know, if you're just the, the normal guildie who plays Warcraft, logs into your guild and plays Warcraft and logs out and plays League of Legends with your friends and logs in and plays you know whatever whatever we got like sea of thieves or what is the new exactly. one shadow and bow or skull and bow like if you're just yeah, logging in to try whatever you're pal playing. world like people gamers if you're a gamer outside of just one game is like you're not a warcraft purist people your other people play other games and it's okay and if they have a group of people they enjoy to play them with and they want to hide on their little island and do it let them that's their prerogative exactly and, well, and as i said there's people like myself like i sometimes shows online sometimes i don't it's just because i don't 
people very well sometimes. Like I, there's times that I'm like, okay, I used to know people the minute I logged in, I was, they were in my face for something, whether it's like, come do this with me, come do that. Right. Like, I'm like, I have things that I want to do and accomplish. So we are going to hide. Yeah. <laughs> so get that done. And then I will come back and re-engage. Like I don't leave them completely hanging, but it's like some people see that as an open door that you are free to do whatever they want. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just a, a difference with like what you're describing as purely boundaries, boundary setting, you know, and that's and your right. That's what these people have done. They maybe are setting the boundary in this guy yep. and picking up on it. <laughs> yep. And it's annoying. And that typically, to be honest with you, the they say you want to know who the corrosive personalities are is the ones who get pissed off with any boundaries you make like if you make a boundary and that person is irritated by it that's your red flag like if you make your boundary for your own like mental peace sometimes people need to decompress some people like but typically those people who are mature enough they'll say hey i've been hitting this too hard i'm going to take a break let you know if they care they'll let you know they don't care if you care they won't let you know they'll just whatever they'll just do their thing and they'll reappear but also having no expectations is just like they they feel I feel like they're layered with expectations they're placing on everyone and none nobody in that post is living up to them and it's frustrating yeah. them so they go to reddit to just like vent yeah and that's exactly the case here and uh it, at least that's how I feel it. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, don't worry about it, dude. Like, chill. You know, if you don't like it, go 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 right. Go <laughs> and, yeah. And micromanage it as much as you like and see how yep. many people stay. <laughs> yep. Some people <laughs> will be pushovers and accept your micromanaging, and some people will not. <laughs> so, it is what it is. All right. It's time to level up. Okay, so this again comes from the uh, WoW subreddit, and it's from BubbleHearth85. They say, thanks for the unscheduled maintenance blizzard. So today, I took off work for my mental health. Work has been very stressful and exhausting lately, and I just wanted to, a day to chill and unwind. I had planned on making breakfast, getting some coffee, and leveling a new character. I always found leveling characters to be quite fun and peaceful without, a, without the sweaty stress of demanding high performance. So I get all settled in and decide Demon Hunter was the recipe for the day, and I went off, uh, off, or sorry, and off I went down the uh, Demon Hunter starting zone. I was having a good time, then boom, server shut down, 15 minutes. And then I went to Reddit. Big mistake, lol. <laughs> there, was some, there was something I missed about server maintenance today and seen several people quite bothered by the unscheduled maintenance. I decided I was going, wasn't going to let it bother me and chose to go for a walk instead. It's a beautiful day out and the exercise and fresh air was just what I needed. I ended up running into a neighbor slash friend who I have not seen in a while and stopped by to chat uh, for a chat and another coffee. I left his house and finished my walk feeling great. Uh, I got a few chores done down around the house and then when I came back to my PC, the servers were up and I continued my journey. I suppose the reason I'm writing this is is to the people that get upset when things like this happen. Um, I could have I could have gotten shitty at Blizz and been mad at the situation like I have done before. <laughs> or I try to just accept that there is nothing I can do about it and make the best of the situation. Don't get me wrong, I've been, I've been that guy before that gets upset and, and lets his day get ruined by the unexpected. But if there's another, <laughs> but if there's another path, <laughs> um, I would or sorry, I wouldn't have enjoyed this uh, nice day or had the opportunity to chat with my friend had it not been for the server shutdown. I could have gotten mad, but instead I tried to make the best of it, and that's what really paid off. So thank you, Blizzard, for the shutdown and the unexpected boost to my mental health. So I think that's great, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what a great post. It, it's like it's 
it's um, saturated with self-awareness and realism. I feel like we've all been there. there. Some humor. Yeah. (laughs) And that's... I have been there. Yeah. You got to talk yourself off the ledge because nobody else is going to do it. (laughs) You got to be like, call yourself out when you feel like you're acting a little out of line. What's funny is I think I found this post like a little while ago. And then today, of course, um, Blizzard, I think, had their regular scheduled Tuesday maintenance this morning. And then they were DDoS attacked today. Oh. Yes, the servers were down for two hours. And every post I was looking for on Reddit to kind of fill out a few more for our show today was all complaints about how Blizzard was down and Blizzard was down. When is it coming back? I was like, oh my God, people just walk away. Touch some grass, right? Go outside. Go outside. Drink some water. And if it's not nice outside, just go find something else to do. Go clean your house. You know, (laughs) I'm sure there's things you've been neglecting besides wow. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and that, what I think I love too, is the fact that they were aware enough, one, that they knew that they needed like a mental health day for whatever reason, whatever's going on in their life, they knew that that's what they needed. So they did it. And then they had an expectation to play WoW, but when it couldn't happen, they didn't let them spiral into a darker place. They actually used that for good to do something well, they else. They took these lemons they were getting handed and made it into lemonade. True you know, story. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also the fact that they realize that this, like, personally, whenever I feel like I am hyper fixating on something, I know that that's a warning sign for me to step away and detach from whatever it is that I'm like hyper fixated on because like if I'm letting something that I had an expectation of like control me emotionally or physically or mentally like that there it's like an unhealthy attachment to something you know whether oh, it like warcraft sure. like this a lot of people have an unhealthy attachment to people, yeah unfortunately and it's like that's why they're crying on the forums exactly like, chill like it'll come back and the game will be there it's okay to miss one raid it's okay to you know if this was something that was happening for three days in a row then that's a good reason right a little upset about it you know like but right one day for like oh what two or three hours maybe sometimes eight because they've had long days like that right like use it for the break that it is trying to tell you the universe is telling you you need a break <laughs> Absolutely. And the fact that I understand where some of their frustration is because it's a paid subscription. They're like, I'm paying for this and it's not available when I want it. But it's the same like if your power goes out, you know, like you're, but I guess not necessarily the same because you're not getting charged a lot. Like, a, well, I guess if you're like on a payment plan or something, then I guess you might be. But like with, um, you know, you got to expect a video game like this, like, like today being DDoS, it's clearly out of Blizzard's hands. It's not like they prefer to be DDoS. They actually prefer the opposite. Some yeah, things are just out of your control. Playing, you know, and, and that's why they schedule maintenance for like the lowest times, like usually Tuesdays in the early morning. Right. You know, when most people will be at work, a majority of people will still be in the working hours and, and, and whatnot. So, yeah, it's... <laughs> And I think sometimes people, their first instinct is it's like, this is a direct assault personally on them. Like Blizzard somehow has a magic ball and goes, hmm, Sally over there in Utah looks awfully chummy to be logging in today. Let's let's make her dance. Yeah. You know, like Mr. Burns tenting his fingers. Yes. Like, Excellent. I can, you know, like time to destroy their day. Exactly. It's like, honey, it's not all about you. Okay. It's not all about you. You are not on Blizzard's radar. They're not trying to wreck your day they're not trying to pee on your parade like just chill out don't take this 
like it's a personal thing on you okay so i love that this poster shared such a relatable post everybody has had some sort of an expectation looked forward to something and it doesn't pan out the way you think it pans out and then to get so emotionally and negative that you're going to go to the forum and just rant i call it finger diarrhea like they just go just type with their fingers just spread spew it all putrid yeah spread the brown stuff all over the forum yeah exactly it's like the, if that's your first instinct is to resort to finger diarrhea, you might want to go inside and figure out why that's your first instinct because <laughs> it's not it's not a great one in my opinion to have. No. You know, my favorite are the people like the minute that the server's down, like one minute, it hasn't even been down. Yes, for, like, thirty seconds, and they're immediately on the forums crying about yeah. it. Yeah, like oh my god, I can't play my game, and I'm like, whoa, chill. Oh, like, maybe fragile. To walk away, you, you know? need some duct tape. Wrap yourself. <laughs> Wrap yourself in some, yeah, exactly. yeah. Get, get that gorilla duct tape on you because you're falling apart over stupid stuff. <laughs> oh oh my goodness! I read those posts. Though. I know, it's right? Like... <laughs> you're like, I feel like someone needs to like have an intervention. <laughs> some sort but i love this post though because it was relatable they called themselves out they pointed out how it turned out great and then i hope these kind of posts can kind of maybe cut down on the finger diarrhea so and they had the comments too and they were just like wow this post wasn't what i expected because they were used to seeing the the posts that i just described where they're just wow yeah to this one expecting the same thing and got something different (laughs) absolutely all right time to level up Okay, this is a post off from Reddit, and it goes as follows. I'm not enjoying World of Warcraft as much as I used to, and this is difficult for me. For 18 years, WoW has been a second home to me. I've often logged into the game for entertainment or an escape or just a way to kill some time, and I've always enjoyed it. I've never been to a top, been a top player, not even remotely close. But I always had enough fun to keep coming back. Lately, I felt like I've been forcing myself to log in after a long day as if something was telling me it was it's what I needed to relax and enjoy my free time. But often it's turned into lackluster entertainment and soon logging off. It's depressing. I love this game and I really liked what Dragonflight has offered, but something has changed. I'm sure this kind of post gets posted all the time, and for that I apologize for being redundant, but I guess I just wanted to talk about this out loud with people who might actually understand. So, can you relate? Uh, sometimes, but you know what? I Again, I think that's just the universe telling me it's time for a serious break. Maybe you need to move on to a new game, a new hobby for a while. And I think they say they've gone and come back. So, like, is was this how is this different than those times? As my this question. is true, yeah. And this is that absence make the heart grow fonder of Warcraft. <laughs> It does. Take yeah, a freaking you know, break. Like, I, I mean, I do that too. Like, I wander away from WoW for a while, and then I come back, and I'm ready to dive back into yeah. it again. Or try something new. Like, these guys are playing retail. Like, okay, maybe try a different version of WoW. Come play with mm-hmm. us in Classic. Or, um, you know, there's two different types of Classic. We'll relive your nostalgia for Wrath of the Lich King mm-hmm. and Cataclysm coming up soon. And, you know, um, you can go back to the classic eras and just do regular classic era, or you can come do SOD. Like, you know, if you still feel like you have or want to play Warcraft, just try a different flavor of it. (laughs) And I understand, like, the feeling I just got um, rereading the beginning part for 18 years, WoW has been a second home to me. It kind of also reminds me of, like, when you, like, when you're little, you're growing up. 
outside of game obviously and sometimes i guess this is the other correlation of in game when you start playing something that long ago 18 years and then you see like your town grow and expand and grow and expand and like the park you used to play in or the field you used to play in now has like a coals or like a target you know like over time things change you grow up and your surroundings and that nostalgia is like what also kind of you're like oh this just isn't the same i don't and it's because it's not the same and you either um change or you don't change and but here it's like here it's like like you said play a different version go back and play the it's not like it's not available play classic era right now season of discovery is has actually like livened up so many people's azeroths um the way that they're mixing old old stuff with some new spins and also heavily community laden um focus it has it has made azeroth so much more fun big breath of fresh air in there yeah (laughs) yeah and it's like i don't know why people don't make that leap and this is the thing like when something it's not like you go to the same restaurant and eat this i always food oriented i swear if you go to the same (laughs) restaurant and you never try anything else new on the menu sooner or later you will get bored of it and it's your job to go okay maybe i should switch it up i normally order a steak but i think i'm going to go with some chicken alfredo you know like you have to make that so like if you're getting tired of Dragonflight and you don't feel like it's hitting the same mark for you go play another game go play another version of azeroth don't just sit around and wallow and get depressed it's okay it's normal it's totally normal you're not cheating on wow we always call it like our gaming mistress you know like we have wow and we feel this weird sense of guilt like if i go and play another game oh no wow's giving me the stink eye it's always gonna be there when you come back i mean in real in, yeah, in certain I, I, you know people keep thinking wow's gonna there's gonna be a big wow killer out there i'm beginning to think that it's not because of how long it's been around now right and- you know, and I, I joke that I'm going to be playing it till, you know, I'm 80. I'm going to be in the nursing home. I'll be still playing it, you know, on occasion, off and on, maybe not as much as I used to. Like, I'm going to go until they finally say the servers are shut down. <laughs> and, you know, it's okay to step away from that in that time. 18 years is a long time to be doing anything. Like, you know, some people have changed more jobs in that time period than they have changed their games. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yep, that is for sure. So I think one thing is being able to recognize that you're having these feelings, understanding that, you know, you have, in essence, put a lot of your life into um, a pixel world. But then also, you know, understanding that it's okay to want something to switch it up, you know, because that's a long time. You got to switch it up. You're allowed to, you know, and don't let anybody shame you for doing it. Exactly. You know, you're allowed to step away and come back. It will be here. And if it's not, it's not too. You know, maybe while you stepped away, you realized you didn't need it as much as you thought. Right. And you're fine with it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's also super easy for people to place, they, they find their identity. They anchor a part of their identity in people, places, and things. And that's not always a healthy thing to do because when that people that person that place or that thing is removed from your life a part of you feels like it goes with it and i think that if you can bring in your identity back in-house and don't anchor it out on people places and things it will definitely work better you know you will feel better you will feel more in tune with yourself and you won't feel so depressed because you're not identified with that person place or that thing you know it's great if it's great but you should never lose yourself in a person a place or a thing in my opinion exactly yeah so that would be my takeaway i 100 percent agree 
Right on. So is that is that our last topic of the of the show? I think it is. We can finally cut off that Murloc. <laughs> Yay! You know what? I must have dismissed it uh, for good this last time because he has not <laughs> came back for us. <laughs> we took him out. <laughs> yes. So I guess on that note, though, I am going to restate again that if uh, you have your own stories you'd like to share and to hear our opinions on your situations, you can email the show or DM us on Twitter with them. Absolutely, because we do have some feedback and we thought that if we have enough feedback too, or if we have topics that you want to as listeners send in, we will devote a show to our listener questions and listener feedback because we definitely go and cruise the forums, but it'd be even more fun if you if you appreciate our opinions and our points of view or you just want to hear our take on something, we would love to give you our take on something. Totally. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been episode eight. Yeah. It's eight under our belt. I can't believe we made it. (laughs) We are doing it. We are doing it. (laughs) All right. Well, we will see you. We look forward to seeing you in episode nine. So feel free. You have a whole week to send something in. (laughs) So bye. Bye. You have been listening to A General Chat, a World of Warcraft podcast about navigating Azeroth as a human and avatar. You can follow the show on Twitter at A General Chat. You can email the show at ageneralchat at gmail.com. You can follow Avernim on Twitter at Avernim, that's A-V-R-E-N-Y-M. You can follow Harena on Twitter at Harena, that's H-A-R-A-I-N-N-A. You can find the show notes and more on our website at ageneralchat.crd.co. Disclaimer, the information and views discussed in this podcast are that of their hosts and should not be considered as professional help. They are from our own experiences and lives and are meant as food for thought. We are not responsible for any liabilities that may arise from information garnered from our show. We hope you've enjoyed listening. So then she says to me, what big teeth you have. I mean, what do you say to that? <laughs> is it getting hot in here? Or is it just my beard? <laughs> Bye now. Be well. Stay strong.